These are the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv riffing, callers some sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest people I know. Hello, world. Welcome to The Funniest People I Know. I'm George Kaloris, and here with me today are my fantastic co-hosts, Alexandria Sweat. Pew, 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 pew. Hello, everyone. What's up? <laughs> and Abigail Williams. Hey, everybody. How are you guys doing today? That's so really good far, to see you. So good. I'm doing great. I'm enjoying the holiday season so far, and I can't always say that every year. Have so you finished please. all your shopping? Yes. I can't believe it. I started shopping before Thanksgiving this year. I'm a whole new woman. That sounds like some very on it, holistic type. Shit. I'm imagining my shopping will probably start December the 20th. Hopefully. I think maybe. I got tired of feeling like I was for sure going to go bankrupt in the last two weeks <laughs> of this month. <laughs> Fair enough. It's already there. I just feel like the last month is just, whew, it's, it's a show. Bad. It's just what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a financial show. All right, well, each week we kick off the episode with a round of what's making you laugh. We're going to share a story and then pick one to dive into. Alex, what's making you laugh this week? What's making me laugh this week is reindeer balls. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's making me laugh. Abigail, how about you? I'm laughing at some holiday cash grabs on the interstate. Oh. But my vote's going for the reindeer balls. <laughs> oh, mine too. Should I even give mine? What was yours, George, just in case? Up until Reindeer Balls, which is my pick, I was laughing <laughs> at Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck. I don't like how you're saying that. Mm-mm. I am intrigued, but I'm still more intrigued by Reindeer Balls. <laughs> I'm going to play the clip of Snoop saying Ben Affleck so everyone can laugh, because that's pretty much two-second story, and we're going to talk about Reindeer Balls. Wow, yes. he just hijacked this thing. <laughs> We just gonna call it an intro, Abigail. Like remix in the intro. That's right, remix. Being a flick. Being Affleck. My fault. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that, Ben. Abigail and George, I have to talk to you guys today about Ranger Balls. Hear me out. Abigail, a couple of weeks ago, you brought to my attention the cars with the reindeer ornaments, the yes. reindeer decorations. The cars mm-hmm. that dress up and masquerade and- as reindeer. <laughs> masquerade as reindeer? <laughs> no, they're trying to fool society at large. That's exactly what it is. It's like they're going to be a mobile Rudolph or something out here. And I'm sick of it. And now I see them all the time. I knew like, it. And the thing is, I recognize these type of decorations and ornamentations before, but I don't think it ever came together for me. But now, after we had that conversation a couple weeks ago, I see them all the time. But today, in particular, in front of me, I saw a very interesting combination of car decoration, reindeer decoration Mm. on front, on the top and on the sides, and then a pair of the car balls hanging off the (laughs) Oh, no. What a creative way to do such a horrible thing. I just want to know, who is this person? At first, I was like, okay, the car reindeer people are probably, like, really cheerful 
and full of festiveness and love and gingerbread snaps. But I have very specific opinions about people who put balls on the back of their truck. Why is it happening? (laughs) This is a real question. And George, maybe you can weigh in here, maybe not. But what's the underlying message that we, the people, are supposed to receive from any sort of balls, human or reindeer, hanging off the back of a pickup truck? Thank I, mean, I think you, it's Abby. pretty obvious the person Disagree. you saw today loves Christmas and is <laughs> so excited about the holidays and is trying to masquerade their Ford Bronco or whatever as a reindeer and wants uh-huh. you to be very clear that this reindeer is not Vixen but one of the male reindeer. Okay, so... It's very important to them that you know that is a male reindeer. Perhaps the Ford Bronco disguised as a reindeer is trying to mate with other cars reindeer, and that's how they identify their gender. That's how you get little baby cars. What about non-holiday balls? Are they masquerading? Is this all about masquerading? The statement's pretty clear again that... This is a truck owned by an insecure straight guy. Because <laughs> you can bet your ass ain't no gay people with balls on their trucks. I don't think I I've ever met a gay person. Who and they love balls, balls but they don't truck, put them there. But they're not going to put them on a truck because they respect them. And that's the true side. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. They recognize that that would be a painful experience. It all comes down to respect. You all have brought up some very valid, very poignant points that I was thinking while sitting behind the reindeer and the balls in this Bronco or this F-150, F-250, whatever it was. I just didn't understand why this person needed both. You couldn't have taken the balls off during the holiday season and then put them back on. You're sending messages of confusion. I didn't need that today. But I thought I would share this story with you because it gave me a chuckle and some confusion and some holiday cheer. That was very fun. Alex, that was a great one. Today, it is my task to bring forth the game, and I want to bring back an oldie but a goodie, Dirty or Clean. You guys remember this game? Oh, yeah. Love some Dirty or Clean, yes. (laughs) Listeners, for those of you who aren't familiar with this wonderful game, I present the name or a word or a title of something, and George and Alex have to guess if it's Dirty or Clean. This episode, I am bringing out holiday traditions from around the world. And you guys are going to tell me if these traditions are dirty or clean. Okay? Okay. This is great. All right. Okay. Okay. The first tradition is called Yavle Goat. I'm sure I butchered that. It's from Sweden. Dirty or clean? I've heard about what the Swedes do to those goats, and <laughs> it is dirty AF. Mm-hmm. The way it got caught in your throat, like, it's mm-hmm. so nasty. You guys are correct. The Yavle Goat is dirty. Since 1966, a 13-meter tall Yule goat has been built in the center of the Yavla Castle Square for Advent, but this 
Christmas tradition has led to a different tradition. People trying to burn this goat down to the ground. Oh, my God. That's weirder than I imagined. Since 1966, the goat has been successfully burned down 29 times. (laughs) (laughs) The most recent in 2016. I would call that dirty. I don't know what you know about what they do to these goats, but that's what I was referring to, George. (laughs) I'm glad it's this kind of dirty and not what I was. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that doesn't matter. But the point <laughs> Get your is, out of the gutter. That's exactly what I was imagining. <laughs> I'm wow. just glad that okay. the town is still standing. The next one is supposedly an American tradition, but I'd never heard of it. And it's called Find the Christmas Pickle. Oh, I've heard of this recently and it's clean. What? How have yeah. you heard of this? I don't know where I heard it from, but I've heard of this recently and I think it's clean. I have not heard of it, but there's something about it that makes me think it's clean. Is George it that George it. said he heard that it was clean? No, no. <laughs> You're just kidding. You guys are correct. Traditionally, supposedly, decorative cucumbers are placed on the Christmas tree as one of the Christmas decorations. The first person to find a cucumber on a tree on Christmas morning receives an additional gift from Santa or will have a lucky year. That is so weird. A decorative cucumber i'm fascinated by this this isn't something that exists in my world or anybody else's but i am fascinated i'd love to know the history of this it sounds like a waste of one of my favorite veggies (laughs) (laughs) if i found it i would hope that i would have a lucky year the next one is one that you may have heard of it's austrian krampus Ooh, krampus is rude though Mmm. I guess I'm going to say dirty because Krampus is rude. I love it, George. (laughs) If I'm not mistaken, Krampus is a demon, and so I'd say that's dirty. It is dirty. In Austria, they have a Christmas tradition that is not about celebrating nice children. This is like Halloween meets Christmas. The Krampuses prowl the streets, frightening, chasing, and Yes, flogging, I said it, let me say it again, flogging whoever crosses their path. So in contrast with St. Nicholas, who rewards well-behaved children, the Krampus punishes the wicked. People dress up like these terrifying demons, but they are not like people at your haunted house that you went to, Alex, that abide by the rule that you can't touch me. Oh, no, they will touch you. They will swack at you with their little whatever they are. But they say the good news is he aims for the legs and it only stings for a moment. Oh, well, it okay. is Christmas. Merry Christmas. It only stings for a minute. It hit you in the head. <laughs> it's terrible. It's absolutely I terrible. I think it's horrifying and also maybe i'm a bit of a krampus but i think americans could use that tradition because there's some kids that could use a nice knock in the shin from a christmas demon cole doesn't feel enough for some of these snot heads out here (laughs) (laughs) that probably sounds awful child protective services please do not come for us but all i'm saying is krampus do your work (laughs) not at my house please i don't celebrate krampus for good reason the next one (laughs) Is from Poland, and I'm going to butcher the name, but it's Kolacja Wiginej. What do we think? I'm not going to say it again. Dirty or clean? I'm going to say clean. It's yeah, clean. I'm with you. It sounded nice. You guys are the worst. It is clean. Ah. Yeah, I, I take two of them. It's a Polish Christmas tradition, which involves eating a main dish called Kolacja Wiginej. 
<laughs> it's not Italian. I'm really way off here. <laughs> Only when the first star is visible in the sky. There are 12 dishes intended to bring good luck for the next 12 months. They're traditionally meatless, borscht, beetroot soup. These are some of the main dishes and can be eaten by most people. That is a clean Polish Christmas tradition. That is fascinating. Okay. Yeah, I really enjoyed going through these. I had several more, but I just wanted to give you guys a taste of some of the dirty and clean things going on out there. You guys were tied. You guys agreed on all of them. We agreed on everything. All right. Oh, well, look at that. We agreed on everything. Look at that. Game over. <laughs> Alexandria, you're our sage mage. And from time to time, you help out some of our listeners with their life's problems. And this week, we have some emails from some listeners who could use your help with some dilemmas they're having. Okay. You know I love to help. How we go? What you got? We got one email saying, here's the deal. One of my friends and her boyfriend aren't doing great. He's told me he thinks he wants to break up with her because she can be kind of overbearing, and I can kind of see his point sometimes. The truth is, though, I've had feelings for him ever since I met him, so I don't know if that's actually true or just my feelings talking. By the way, my friend knew how I felt about him and dated him anyway. Long story short, lately he's been really flirting with me, and while I enjoy the attention, I also feel uncomfortable because I know I've been flirting back. I'm afraid my friend will think he broke up with her for me, but why shouldn't I date him when she did that to me? Please help. Oh, we just a pile of mess. I love it. (laughs) It's really a conundrum to me. It is. There's a part of me that feels like there's some karmic retribution here. You don't want your friend to think that that's why the boyfriend broke up with her. If he's flirting with her, it sounds like they might start dating right away. So I don't really see how she's going to. And you said the friend knew that she had. She liked it. Yeah. Yeah. This is triggering me. This happened to me in high school and my sister did it to me. (gasps) Dated a guy that I was in my mind absolutely in love with and it was devastating and, and if he knew? told me he liked me i would have been like screw you girl he's mine i <laughs> oh, am knew. with you not to throw under the bus because we've since made up but she even told me let's all go to the movies together so i can help you guys connect and at that movie they started holding hands and their oh dating relationship sister <laughs> you be ashamed of yourself she was she was very ashamed <laughs> later not in the moment she dated him for like a year it was the worst year of my life <laughs> so i feel a little connected to this story this story is giving real usher throwback song you make me wanna that is what this is making me think of There's a part of me that wants to say if something sparked between you and this ex-boyfriend, there's a part of me that's like, look, just go with it. Honesty is the best policy here. Tell your friend you knew what it was. It is a conundrum. If they don't go behind her back, what's the problem? If he wants to break up with her, that's his business. I just feel like don't go behind anybody's back. They get married. They're just dating. If he wants to be out, be out. I had all sorts of mean things I was about to say about this trash friend, but then Abigail said her sister did this and it would sound like I'm being very accusatory towards a specific person. So I'm just (laughs) going to say this friendship is pretty much over anyway. You cannot trust this person. Forget about the friendship. Go get yours and have a good time and move on. (laughs) 
You can always what find if new this friends. guy ends up being a total player and they could have been the best friends for life? What if they could have recovered? The minute this? the friend went out with the guy mm-hmm. when she knew she liked her, the friendship was over. That was they, certainly just like a not staff. what your best friend does. No, you're right. And in my sister's defense, we were not good friends. <laughs> yeah, no, it's your sister. Completely different. Well, I hope that's clear as mud to whoever you are. <laughs> good luck, ma'am. Alex, I think this one's going to be an easy one. Okay. This one is from Allie. Hey, Allie. Hi, Alex. I'm a longtime listener to the show, and I really appreciate your sage mage wisdom. And I can use your help. I hate my boss. Mm. I hate her. It's all caps. There's three A's. Unreal. She's a mean, vicious, soul-sucking hose beast. Mm. I want to quit my job, but I haven't been able to find anything new. What is a hose beast? That is a really good question. I like took a second to think about it. Maybe everybody knows. No, I've never heard that phrase before. I need to revisit. Okay, sorry. It gets worse every day. She picks on me. She sends condescending emails. Makes mm. fun of me behind my back to my coworkers. Oh no! Yeah, it's like your boss is a bully, Allie. Yeah. And <laughs> and I think she's trying to sleep with my husband. <gasps> what? Oh my gosh! The other day, I found myself daydreaming about doing something unkind to her. <laughs> You're the nicest person in the world, you sweet thing. <laughs> Can I just quit without giving notice and another job lined up? Would that be irresponsible? This feels very toxic, Allie. Oh, wow. Quit. Yes, please, Allie. Please quit. The situation does sound toxic. First of all, I'm pretty sure you have some sort of HR case on your hand just for the fact that your manager boss is making fun of you with other coworkers. Yeah, like, that's that's no doubt. That's a level of inappropriate that we don't do. And when I tell you I love to take a case to HR and make a snafu, yes, go quit and watch your man, girl. What's up with your husband? What? Mm-mm, no, quit. Bye. Leave it. I couldn't agree more. You quit that job immediately. Oh, 100. You don't get any notice. Yeah. The mm-hmm. fact that she's trying to sleep with this gal's husband, you're out. Yeah, just leave her note on her computer. Here. I hate you. Peace. You suck. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> From time to time, we'd like to read bad reviews of popular places, restaurants, attractions, businesses, and this holiday season, we thought we would explore some really cool Christmas in holiday attractions and find mm-hmm. some terrible reviews of these attractions. So what did you yeah. guys find? I decided to dive into the Christmas holiday festival scene. I don't know about you guys, but I love some lights. I love some music and some yes. hot chocolate. and like Me a, too. Uh, I wanted to get some honest reviews because there was a couple I wanted to check out. So I looked up a review about the Atlanta Festival of Lights. Are you guys familiar? No. I think I've heard of this. This review is from 2020, so I'm not sure if they did it again this year. But according to this one customer on Yelp, KT, they gave it a one-star review. And they said, waste of money in all caps. Mm. I can't even put into words what a joke this was. (laughs) You can see the entire, and I want you all to know that entire is also in all caps. Mm. You can see the entire festival. Festival is in quotation marks. 
Let me keep going. <laughs> this is some serious shade. So much shade. You can see the entire festival from the start of the line, and it took us five minutes to drive through the whole thing going two miles per hour. It felt like a church event where kids put it together to raise money for a field trip, and you were pretending to go along just to support them. I can't believe we were really duped into spending $35 for this. The website said there would be a wait and that it would take 20 to 30 minutes to get through. And it took you five. $35 for five minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> Most people complain that they have to wait somewhere, but not this gal. Oh, no. No, no, no. Mm-mm. They wanted a wait. They wanted 20 minutes to get through. What they got was no wait. And they got through in five minutes at two miles per hour. Mm. Not what they were anticipating. At the most, I feel like they only wanted to pay $10 for this experience. But what do I know? I feel like they wanted to pay nothing for this experience. You might be onto something, yes. <laughs> I had something kind of similar. Kevin K is mad at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens and their Christmas setup. Oh no, what does Kevin hate? That's beautiful. That's one of my favorite holiday attractions. Well, Kevin has some questions. One specifically, where is Santa? Last <laughs> night, a group of us went to see the holiday light show at the ABG. Needless to say, the lights were beautiful, but each of us was disappointed because there was no Santa. I guess in this politically correct environment, you can't include a nod to the bearded guy. <laughs> oh, my God. They did a good job throwing a nod to the various groups by offering blue, orange, red, and green lights. So we are one and done. Oh, we did find a Santa mug in the gift shop when we wished the cashier a Merry Christmas. She was speechless. Merry Christmas, y'all. <laughs> speechless. I just want to know what that was like. You think the cashier hates Christmas so much that she's flabbergasted that you would say Merry Christmas? Really? Oh, my God. I think it's really funny how people love to find reasons to be offended. Santa right. don't live here. This is the botanical garden with Christmas lights. He's never been a part of that event. Neither has the Grinch or Scrooge or Frosty. <laughs> it's so stupid. I just love that Santa Claus not being there is politically correct. <laughs> stupid. Since when has not including Santa been PC? I'm pretty sure almost everyone in the world talks about Santa Claus. No, he is apolitical. Right. George, you took the words right out of my mouth. I couldn't have said it better. Wanting to find a problem with something, you know, just go sit on your back porch or something. Go string some lights up in the back and look at that. Kevin Kay is so lucky to be alive right now in a world in which the lack of a Santa Claus at the Botanical Garden is the worst thing in his life. Well, I don't know, George, because Peter from Virginia said that he was visiting from out of town and he and his sister went for the Christmas lights. Sorry, holiday lights. The lights were wonderful and fun. The light sprite was real cute and just fantastic with kids of all ages. My only disappointment, no Christmas, just the PC (laughs) holiday display, no Santa, no Jesus. I didn't see any stars on top of the trees. Sad. I'm sorry, but Peter and Kevin are truly unhappy. They needed to go to the nativity scene. They yeah, the church. Like they to go 
Like, they want to church. You went to the botanical gardens. Yeah. You were looking for the live nativity, and that was that first bench. Yeah, you took a left in the wrong direction and went to the botanical garden instead of church. It happens. It happened to me once. That's how I got to the botanical garden the first time. This isn't church, but I'll kick it. George, Um, what do you have? I came across a place called Santa's Workshop. It's one of the oldest theme parks in America. It opened in 1949. It's a Christmas theme park. Santa lives there, and it is in the wow. town of North Pole, New York. Oh, that sounds delightful. The place has a four-star review, but the people who get there and hate it, boy, do they hate it. They do not <laughs> find any charm in the fact that it was built in the 50s and has oh. the original paint. Apparently, it's very expensive to get in, and then everything costs money, and they feel ripped off. There's a long line for Santa. The thing that annoys the most people is that the rides are kiddie rides regulated by the state and children cannot ride them if they're taller than 48 inches. Oh. And so they're just meant for little, little kids, which is nice because little, little kids usually can't ride rides. It's the opposite of you have to be this tall to ride here. Mm -hmm. And a lot of parents are really angry that the rides are not for all the children. I can understand that. You think theme park, you think my older kids will like this. Finally, I'll get them engaged in something and then they can't do anything. I want to read one review that really encompasses a lot of things that other people have said. But what's the best part of reading their reviews on TripAdvisor is that at one point, the manager or owner, Matthew, decided to respond. And Matthew is fantastic. I'm going to read the review, and then I'm going to read you Matthew's response. Okay. This is from someone who visited from Boston, and they said, I would give this zero stars if possible. Just keep driving past. Don't stop. If you do, you'll see why the parking lot and entire theme park is empty. Broken and run down, unhappy employees, not worth $22 per person admission. The biggest waste of $68 with tax. We walked through in less than 20 minutes, and when I asked for a refund, the manager said they don't give refunds. If they took that money and bought some paint, it would be in their best interest. But since everything is run down, it may not do their trick. Their shelves in every store or exhibit are empty or had outdated items. Then Matthew has quite a response. Matthew says, I'm terribly sorry you did not feel Santa's workshop offered you a value for your family and that the park did not meet your standards. Santa and all the elves will continue to work hard every year to keep alive a historic park in this modern age. Unfortunately, we didn't meet your standards this visit. I remember speaking with you last weekend. We were all very sad to see you leave and not give the park a chance. Nice, Matthew. What a Christmas angel you are. <laughs> My staff was literally heartbroken when your little boy started to cry after you made your decision to leave. Oh, oh my. We try very hard as a small park to provide a great experience to every family that visits. Like most every theme park or ticketed attraction I'm aware of, Santa's Workshop does not issue refunds. By your own statements, you were in our park for a very short time. You could not have visited the historic Lower Village or Reindeer Team, the North Pole that stays frozen year-round. Your kids couldn't have had the chance to visit with Santa in the short time you were here. 
logical. This guy is way too logical for this person who is clearly just trying to be a hater. I wish you had given us a chance. I think he really means it. (laughs) This is the kind of shade I love. I'm coming to you with nothing but facts, logical thinking. I am so sorry you didn't get the experience you wanted, but you know what? Basically, you were not even here to enjoy all. What is happening? I think he's Santa Claus. He's being so nice. We were actually sad about how horrible you we were, were to your we were child. Devastated. You made your baby <laughs> cry. We were so like sad for him. It. To me, that is the ultimate shade as a parent. <laughs> it was really devastating watching you devastate your child. Oh my god. I loved it. That's how he responded to everything. Just kind of threw some shade and took every one of these negative reviews as a marketing opportunity. Well, maybe you should have visited our live reindeer or Santa or gone to the village that has snow year round. That's genius. This man is a PR pro. Love Matthew. He's the best. Better than Lil Nas X. Matthew, do you work for certain politicians? Just curious. (laughs) I wanted us all to take a moment to pay some homage to some of what I would consider to be the worst holiday movies of all time. This time of year, everybody's talking about their favorite holiday movie. Oh, I love this classic. I love that one. But I want to know what are some of the worst Christmas movies that you feel deserve such a shaming title? I like most of the Christmas movies I've seen, but my cousin-in-law put me on to a terrible experience by the name of Star Wars, a holiday special. <laughs> oh my gosh. So many people are talking about this. Everyone says it's terrible. I wish I could give it to you how terrible this film was. In 1978, they thought that it was a great idea to make a made for TV holiday version of Star Wars for CBS. Basically, this film follows Chewbacca on Solo as he's on his way back home and they're trying to celebrate Life Day, this holiday that they've created. They create a holiday that's not any of the major holidays that we know of, but it's Life Day in the Star Wars universe. And like, I don't like it. I think exactly. Life Day sounds nice. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> You've always been the Scrooge of Life Day. That's true. <laughs> no, Abigail, you are Every right day is Life Day. You are right to hate it because it is mostly the first 30 to 40 minutes of the film is just Chewbacca talk. (laughs) His Wookiee family is waiting for him to come home. There's a Wookiee wife and a Wookiee grandpa and a Wookiee son. And they're all waiting for Chewbacca to come home. And there's no dialogue. It's just for 40 minutes. 40 minutes. That's awful. There's this. And it gets even more awful because you have random musical numbers, sultry musical number from Diane Carroll. Where whoa, she looks whoa. There are no musical numbers in Star Wars. There's John Williams. There's the Cantina band song. And that's it. They no. sang a couple of times. I highly recommend that if you're tripping on something <laughs> during the holiday season, if you're tipsy, some sort of libation in your spirit. This is the perfect holiday special to watch because I'm sure that you will end it like, what the f- did I just watch? It is so bizarre. 
Star Wars the Holiday Special. I've heard of this for years. It's historically bad. I've never seen it, but I always wanted to because I've heard that B. Arthur is in it. She is! Oh, my God! <laughs> Maud was giving life. She ran the bar. I will say, I did enjoy B. Arthur popping up in this Star Wars special. George, Abigail, what awful movies do you guys have? I have to know. I'm coming in hot with what may be a controversial one. I'm coming to take a stab at the Nutcracker. Oh. Okay. I'm not just talking the original, because what is that even about? I'm also talking about this new one. Why does Kira Knightley have cotton candy hair? What does that have to do with the Nutcracker? What is this ballet even actually about? Why are there R.O.U.S.s in the Nutcracker? What's happening? <laughs> but the music is nice. The music is very relaxing. I'm kind of with you. What is the Nutcracker about? What? George looked absolutely mortified when I said the Nutcracker. Well, I didn't see that coming, but I'm curious. Are you picking bones with the movie or the ballet story altogether? Both. Mm. I really did not like the remake, but also the ballet in general. What's this about? This is just an excuse for people to dance in leotards. And that's fine, I'm but pretty don't sure tell me that's the right. story when it's not. This is not Swan Lake. I'm with you. Remember, we did that bad review of the Nutcracker, and that lady's like, I don't know what the hell is going on. And she wasn't completely <laughs> wrong. <laughs> She's like, what is the Rat King? That is not a Christmas I person. I, I think I was like, it's culture, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't make any sense. It starts with a party scene, and then... The main character goes into Sugar Plum Land. I don't know where the hell they are. And then yeah, just. Yeah, but there's some guy with her and they're kind of dating, but they're not because they're children. But then they're together together. And she's falling in love with this old nutcracker. Has anybody seen a nutcracker? They're hideous. They're yeah. not good looking. They're hairy and weird. Their teeth are way disproportionate to their body. But no. we're supposed to buy that she's wanting to kiss and be in love with this nutcracker? No, 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 no. <laughs> He's an old man. She's a young girl. What's um, happening? Yeah, maybe too young for special eggnog, but there's something going on. There sounds like there's some hallucination happening. <laughs> <laughs> At the very least. Maybe it's another movie you should watch when tripping on the holidays. Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yes. The movie I immediately thought of when we said worst holiday movie ever maybe would be appropriate if you were taking mushrooms on Christmas. I don't know who would do that, but if that's your thing, more power to you. I certainly have never done that. <laughs> Last year, when I watched all those crazy holiday movies, I saw one that stands out as one of the worst. It was the sci-fi movie, Toys of Terror. What? <laughs> that was the movie where a family went to stay at an old haunted children's hospital And all the toys in the house came to life and tried to murder the family. And a Christmas tree angel stabbed the mom. And there's a psycho monkey. People die. And it's one of the weirdest movies I have ever seen in my life. It's a standout. I couldn't even think of a second place of what would be worse than this. So that's my vote. I'm just going to take your word for it. And I'm never going to watch it. I think it should become a Williams family tradition. (laughs) Christmas Eve. Bundle up, kids. Here we go. (laughs) Toys of terror. Get your hot chocolate. (laughs) In your matching pajamas. That's great. Yeah, that's right. Our matching Star Wars Wookiee pajamas just to really pull it all together. (laughs) 
That's great. That, and then watch follow it up with some Krampus. All right. Well, this has been another episode of Funniest People I Know. We record for the Georgia Radio Reading Service. Thank you to our producer, Jane Boynton, who edits the show. Thank, Thank you, Jane. You can email us at funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram at Funniest People I Know. Have a hilarious week. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Whatever the PC is. Right, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs>